You'll always be a part of me. I'm part of you indefinitely. Boy, don't you know you can't escape me. Oh, boy. Oh, Bantrus, because you'll always be my baby. And we'll linger on. Time can't erase a feeling this strong. No way you're ever gonna shake me. Oh, Bantrus, because you'll always be my baby. Is that okay? Can I listen? Yeah. perfect opening line that is funny, sweet, and also aloof enough not to seem needy all at the same time? Well, we do not have any answers to these questions, but we still have a lot of opinions and we would like to share them with you. Join us every Thursday to talk it out. And please, date my friend Ben Schwartz. Yeah, okay. Mm. We are going. Okay. Hey, pals. Welcome back to another episode of Date Me Ben Shorts, a podcast. My name is Kelsey, and here with me, as always, is my lovely pal slash co-host, Seb. Buenos dias. Oh. Bring a little Spanish today. Yeah, I liked that. <laughs> um, so, Seb, how are you? I'm doing okay. Just yeah. uh, hanging out. Have a, have a donut hangover from yesterday, but uh, other than that, pretty good. They sounded so good. Yes. So, whoever needs to know this... Mancino Donuts on Bloor. I think it's near Lansdowne. Not 100%, but Mancino. Oh, it's West End. Yeah, West End. Oh, yeah. for some reason, I thought it was closer to me. No, no. A little bit a little bit further, but they're worth yeah, it. Yeah, worth Just it. Just like pre-order. Get those get those London Fog Cronuts. Oh, Ooh, man. baby. That sounds so good. The tiramisu is actually really good, too. So is apple fritter. Oh. And the ones I had last time, too, was like the, the matcha mm. chocolate. There was like the, the miso caramel. Holy buttered moly. toast. Oh man. Uh there was like a my least favorite one, even though it's still delicious, was the creme brulee. Oh. Because they like brulee the creme on top, so it had like that sugar. <laughs> yeah. But uh it hurt my teeth. Because it was like it's too sweet. Yeah, no, it's too sweet, but it's also like, it's like that sugar glass. So, oh. so it's kinda of like it like poked my teeth. I was like, oh. I don't really like that. But uh yeah. other than that, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? I'm pretty good, pretty good. Kinda wishing I was like a donut <laughs> hungover, but I'm I'm not. I'm just. I just ate too much. Just random general stuff last. What week. did you eat? Well, I went to my friends and we had like salad and chips and like <laughs> that those like smart sweets, which oh, are yeah. so good. They're good, yeah. But then I came home and I was like, oh, I have ha- half of a small pizza from lunch. I will just continue to eat yeah. that. So, it was pretty delicious. Very interesting. But yeah. which which smart sweets did you have? Like, we had the watermelon ones. Okay. Those are not my favorites. My favorite ones are the fish. Yes, the fish are the They're best ones. They're so fucking good. Yeah. Have you tried the Coke bottles? No. There's co- yeah, so like a newer one. They're okay. They don't okay. They don't taste as good as like the Coke bottles from when we were kids. See, I didn't ever love those. Okay, like then, as much as yeah. I am like into like Diet Coke, I the Coke candy never really appealed to me. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's fair. But they, they are okay. But yeah, I'm definitely with you that the fish ones are... 
they're the so bomb. Good. They're, they're good. Oh my God, they're so good. Yeah. And at like 130 calories for the entire bag, yeah. it's like <laughs> and no sugar. Oh my God, I know, <laughs> I know. Well, it's good that they have like the single portions like in the bag rather than having just like a giant bag. Oh my God, because I eat the whole bag. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> it's not, I know. It's nothing it's stopping us, but I know, anyway. I know. So, uh, what are we talking about today? So, Seb, today we're talking about choosing the wrong person. The wrong person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Off the top, have you ever chose the wrong person? Uh, yes. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have a pretty bad habit of choosing the wrong person. And so when I was, like, doing some of the research for this, um, and there's, like, questions that they're like, ask yourself this. And when I asked myself, I was like, oh, I did all the things they're saying to not do. Right. So it was kind of eye-opening, but, like, I think that I'm starting to come out of it and do right. some of the things that they suggest. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is just going to be, like, a pretty informative little piece we got <laughs> yeah. going on here. Well, it's all, anytime you're, like, challenging yourself to grow and reflect and, you know, change, mm-hmm. I think that's mostly for the positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you change to be a meth head, maybe that's not the best idea, but I think... Any other sort of introspection. You change because you're like, the convoy sounds great. Yeah, exactly. Then maybe don't change. <laughs> then maybe get fucked. But yeah. Oh anyway. my God, the convoy made it to the DVP. And yeah. like, I just, I want to, I wish I had a slingshot so I could just <laughs> sling cat poo towards them. But I'm like, I don't have a good enough aim. Yeah. So. Ugh. I was thinking like a, like a paint gun. Wouldn't that be good? Like when it was like, kind of like. You said they like paint the sides of houses. Or like this <gasps> oh, that thing. I thought you were thinking of like a paintball gun. No, 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 and I was no, like, because like, that would hurt. That would hurt, but no, I'm saying just like paint the sides of their thing mm. and just like mm-hmm. puke green or something like that. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah. Anyway. Can you please tell our four <laughs> audience members what you called the convoy earlier? Because oh, I, I, I didn't call it that, oh. but I, <laughs> I saw a meme that referred to them as more of like the, instead of like the freedom convoy, mm. it's more of the Canada goose convoy <laughs> because it's just a bunch of honking and shitting everywhere. <laughs> It's so good. It's so because good. There were reports of like people like pissing yes. on their lawns and like yes. all that other stuff when you just have like massive amounts of people there with no infrastructure to handle them. It's like, fucking chaos. Yeah. And it just shows how like they just don't care about anybody yeah. else. They're, yeah, they're just like... only focused on themselves. So yeah, like, oh, we're just going to go there and have no regard for anybody else that who lives in these places. I know. So yeah, whatever. I you know. That's fucking <laughs> gross. <Yes>. Gross. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> the first article I found uh, from theeverygirl.com is six reasons why we choose the wrong partners and stay in unhappy relationships. Mm. So Jodi Virgo is a psychotherapist, and she said over her, like, years of experience, like, mm-hmm. there's kind of six things that she's noticed that sort of people have, maybe not all of them in common, but, like, these themes keep popping up. Mm-hmm. So the first one she has is fear. Okay. The fear of being, like, quote-unquote, forever alone. Like, if you don't find somebody now between, you know, 25 and 35, then you're done. Yeah, that's you know? a very real fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I think, but is that what you found yourself as a fear or what you've been told is a fear? Because well, I definitely think there is that, like, fear. Like, I mean, I've had that in terms mm-hmm. of, like, oh, I'm scared of being alone because also there's that... Um, like our biological clock is ticking and people are like, you're right. running out of time. And it's right. like, oh my God. So then that fear kicks up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like more the other people. Right. Yeah. We'll talk about that more. That, that one. Oh my God. I'm so three. sorry. I thought no, you no, were no. just asking. No, me. I was asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say, but like, that's another whole, like that's not her th- number three is like the pressure is real. Oh, okay. it's like, a, a, yeah, you're right. Like that biological clock. Yeah. If, if kids is something like in mm-hmm. the person's, you know, future that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, 
the societal pressure to have in a relationship or uh, start a family or whatever thing that is. It's like people want people, well, other people to see them paired up mm. and like, no, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't, don't be like, uh, you know, the old uncle who like doesn't have a mm-hmm. partner or something like that. Right. Then, you know, people, you know, I don't know, kind of condescend or like, or like they pity. You. Yeah. That's why I was the word before you. pity. Yeah. yeah that's what I was looking for. So that's definitely one thing. Have you, I think we've talked about this on the past. You like you felt that pressure from family and sometimes 100%, to like yeah. have them swipe for you or yeah. <laughs> different things yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a yeah. It's a whole thing for sure. Uh, the the one after fear was actually you don't value yourself. Mm. So if you don't, what she's explains like if you don't see yourself as worthy of receiving love in different you know different ways, um, or you don't deserve to be happy, then it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Like you then you won't be happy if you're like oh, I don't deserve like a good person. I'm just gonna keep dating these assholes or whoever, mm. or these you know these these fucking idiots. Yeah. And it's like okay yeah then maybe. That will continue to be the case if you don't change. Yeah. So what do you think? Is that... Uh... Do you know it's, uh, Those are some of the same mm. points that, like, were coming up in a lot of the things that I was reading about. Mm. Like, there is that kind of piece of if you don't value yourself or you don't see yourself as worthy or deserving of a good, kind partner, mm-hmm. then you're going to keep falling into these traps of, like, oh, well, they might not be great, but, like, I can't get anybody better and I'd rather be with them than be alone. Right, yeah. Um. So that is kind of a thread that I found kind of... Yeah, it feels like they, like, build that. up on each other. It's, like, the yeah. fear plays into, like, the... Or, like, the, the societal pressure causes the fear, which, mm-hmm. like, causes you not to value yourself, which causes you to settle. Yeah, cetera, it's all wrapped up in itself. Yeah. Like, it's not... There's not one, I think, one defining thing of, like, yeah. why people maybe keep choosing the wrong thing. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. there's this whole... The whole thing all wraps up in this neat For sure. Bow. And and part of that, too, is, like, you believe... If you enter keep on entering these types of relationships that, like you believe the relationship will complete you in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Like you're waiting for your other half. Like people say that all the time. Like, oh, I'm, a, I'm looking for my better half or my mm-hmm. other half or my mm-hmm. my partner or my, uh, what, what's the fucking thing they say on like tick, uh, Hinge and stuff? Like I'm looking for my partner in crime. Oh, like, God. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that's like very true. It's like if you are constantly searching for something outside of yourself mm-hmm. to tell you that you have worth, that you are, you know, worthy of love, then... Well, that's that you're looking for external validation mm-hmm. about yourself rather than knowing that you are worthy and yeah. valued and yeah. like can like, exactly yeah. yeah. So that's a big thing. It's like you want to have a strong sense of self because like two strong people together, I think make an even stronger couple. Yeah. Whereas like if you have sort of like two people who don't have those sense of self they're, and they're like codependent, you know, that's maybe not maybe the best thing. Yeah. I remember thinking like when. After university, you know, your friends start getting married and having kids or, you know, some of them at least, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried. Or you hear that thing about like, oh, once people get married and have kids, they kind of disappear, right? Yeah. They kind of like get involved in that world and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I, I found that like I knew who my friends were and I think they knew too. Mm-hmm. So they're still the same people except they just have two little people like like, like around them. But they yeah. still they still like they still they still act the same. Yeah. They still like when, when we hang out, it's still like the same thing. It's not like they're, you know oh, I don't do that stuff anymore. I don't yeah. you know. I don't have a cocktail anymore or like whatever the thing is. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those people who already know who they are or have worked on who they are, even if, you know, nobody's ever complete. Right. Yeah. But I feel like if you at least, you know, are working on it or trying to do it, then you don't need that that validation. As you were saying, you don't need that. And that won't, won't be like a uh, another trap mm-hmm. to fall. In. It's like, oh, this person's like giving me all this validation. They, they must be the one. 
Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just being a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's part of it. And it's like other things too. I'm, I'm thinking about like a lot of like shopping and collecting or like getting material things is also like trying to, trying to fill some sort of void, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if I have a nice car, then I'll be, if I, if I have a house, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be, you know, an adult. Mm-hmm. But that, that, those aren't necessarily, I, I think, things. Yeah, because when once you get that thing or you fulfilled that one piece, then maybe yeah. it's, you're like, oh shit, what next? Yeah. Or like you realize like, oh yeah, that wasn't the answer. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, I remember reading, or not reading, but like hearing about like friends of friends, like like rushed into marriages because that, that's what they thought they would make them like a, mm-hmm. a whole person. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm fucking miserable. And like now they're yeah. getting divorced because- There like, are, there's a bunch <laughs> of people that out of university, like not my close friends, but like mm-hmm. periphery friends and stuff started getting married and everything. And I'm like, oh, and here come the first wave of divorces. <laughs> so yeah. it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's, yeah, it's like once I think, you know who you are and you know who your partner is, mm-hmm. then that's the foundation that you can mm-hmm. build on rather than like hoping that they'll like unlock some part of you or like give you that validation that you're yeah. looking for in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fifth one is familiarity, which is not necessarily a pitfall. If like, is that, if that's what you want, if you want sort of that, you know, familiarity, that sort of like sense of calm, um, then absolutely that can be it. But if it's, you're just going to the familiar before the default, then I think that's where the pitfall comes in. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think, and I mean, like that's, I'll talk uh, something, I'll talk about that Mm. a little bit too, but it's like you kind of get familiar with what makes you comfortable and so Mm. then you start going back to that same thing, even though it might not be what you actually need or truly want. Right. You just keep going back to what you know. Yeah, exactly. And it it stops you from maybe pursuing the unknown or stops you from growing. I mean... Again, I said it, it could be like that's what you want familiarity mm-hmm. and that's the sort of feeling you're looking for rather than sort of that. And I'll talk about this too in another article, kind of like that sort of like those like butterflies or that like flaming passion, which yeah. you know, can be cool, but mm-hmm. maybe is always that can't sustain itself no. for forever. Um, and then the last one, sort of the last sort of thing is like your quote unquote wounded self is doing the attracting. So if you're trying to, you know, you, you feel sort of maybe less adequate you find somebody who feels that way and then you pour all your love into them to try to make them feel better, you know, yeah. kind of like a try to fix them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like trying to fix a bad boy or a fuck boy oh, or whoever, God. right? Yeah, which or, just, no. Just yeah, looking for a project because you're maybe you're you're an, yeah, an empathetic person. Mm-hmm. You want other people to will, but you're not necessarily doing that for yourself. Well, I think that comes down. I've done that before mm-hmm. where you're like, they might be an ass, but like there is so much good to them. And it's like, no, there there really wasn't. But yeah. like you think there is because yeah. they're nice to you yeah. in those moments. Mm-hmm. And then later you're like, oh, actually they were just a dumpster fire. Right. Because it may be like that you were giving them what they want, what mm-hmm. it was like companionship mm-hmm. or sex or money or like whatever the thing was. But then yeah. once they get, can get it for somewhere else and it's like, okay, bye. You're obsolete now yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. I think Jody Virgo has some good insights and it's mm-hmm. always interesting to hear professionals talk about like the themes that come up in their work although it kind of seems like they were all just um at like a dinner party together and they all yeah. wrote their own thing but like had yeah. the same point so yeah. it's like just the same articles by yeah. like six different people <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. but I, th- I think it's interesting to talk about different perspective okay yeah so you found one too yeah so let me just go okay so the one that i found it was kind of interesting because it was talking about i mean this was kind of catered towards women and it right. said like 
why we keep picking the wrong partners from this website called datingadvice.com. <laughs> um, and so basically they first start by saying that there's two ways to define the wrong partner. Yeah. Um, so it could include someone who makes you question yourself or someone who doesn't make you feel safe or cared for or is just somebody who's considered to be like a toxic person right, with all yeah. those red flags that we kind of ignore. Mm-hmm. And then the second way was maybe it's somebody that you just don't feel the love or attraction to or someone who doesn't resemble the type of partner you would actually just feel makes a good fit so it's not right. necessarily that they're like toxic they just aren't good you. you're not happy in that relationship right yeah, yeah that's fair so she has these seven questions to consider and as i was doing this i was like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is what type of partners am i attracted or drawn to so she's saying you have to consider the uh, consider if the qualities you identify are more emotional or if they're physical and so then you think objectively about the significance so for example if you're somebody who pays attention mostly to the physical or superficial things then you might be focusing on the wrong things and Mm -hmm. i know for a fact for for myself for a while i was focusing on like the type of guy physically who i liked and each time i dated them yeah they were great to look at but big old juicy bubble butt (laughs) (laughs) but they they were all like awful you know like there were these big dumb jocks that just couldn't i don't know i'm not to say that all dumb jocks are all jocks are are dumb and what you know what i'm trying to say just (laughs) these ones in particular um so that i found kind of interesting because it is it's like then you kind of create this like pattern of um like you keep going for the same type of person expecting something different but you might not be because you're not focusing on the right things right um okay so her second question is do i recognize and take red flags or early impressions seriously right uh so an example is like if this person is maybe jealous maybe Mm -hmm. at first you're like oh it's so cute they're jealous they really care about me but realistically that jealousy could be because of some underlying insecurities or like this over or protective tendency that they have or like controlling too yeah because like yeah like like oh you cannot have any male friends yeah it's like wait what yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, and I've even thought there are so many times when I've seen red flags and then I am just like, oh, maybe they were having a bad day. Yeah, like, I, I think yeah. I've told you this one story where I was going for a patio drink with a friend or with a guy I was dating at the time. And it was like the first date, actually. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they have a rooftop patio we can sit on. But then the woman, because it was so like so few people there they were like oh we actually don't have somebody to staff upstairs so we don't have the the rooftop patio open right now mm, but we'll sit you fair. down here yeah. totally fair and he called her a fucking a c word yeah a c next tuesday see you next tuesday oh boy and like now like somebody said that face? i would no 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 to me later as oh. she walked away he was like oh what a fucking mirror. and i was like uh and yeah. now kelsey would be like you know you don't get to use that word goodbye. Yeah. But then back then I was like, oh, maybe he just like didn't understand how like serious that <laughs> word is or like whatever. Because like right. you just kind of ignore the red flags because you're like, but everything else seems to be good. Mm-hmm. When in retrospect, the red flags kept getting bigger and bigger until right. I could not ignore it yeah. anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Her third question is, what is most important to me in a partner and a relationship? So like let yourself aim high while remembering that no partner or relationship is perfect. And yeah. I think that's a big thing. And you kind of talked about that in, in when you were talking. Yeah. Like, there's nobody's perfect and nobody can, like, fill you completely. Yeah, every, and, everybody has flaws. Everybody exactly. has their issues that they're dealing with. So Yeah, exactly. Um, and so just steer clear on getting fixated on specific physical attributes or qualities that are set in stone. And instead, just focus on similar values and lifestyles, yeah. which I think was kind of a nice Your values is probably like the mo- most important 100%, thing. 100%, yeah. yeah. And if c- compatible lifestyles, too, I think is part of it because if somebody's a night owl, 
and somebody's mm-hmm. an early bird. Yeah. Then it's probably not going to be. Yeah, there's like a four hour window each day where you're like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out. Oh man, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Her fourth question is: Do I date people who exhibit the qualities that I'm looking for and offer the type of relationship I'm seeking? So, for example, if you say that you want a partner who wants a serious relationship, but then you end up dating people who are only able to offer you something casual, then there's a mismatch between yeah. your actions and your values. Mm-hmm. So you have to be thinking about: Are you seeking out those people maybe because that's kind of what's comfortable or what's familiar right. to you? Or you're trying to change their yeah. idea. It's like, oh, this person's hot, but they don't want anything serious. But if I like get my hooks in there, yeah. maybe they'll see. Or if I show them how amazing I am, <laughs> then they're going to want to settle for me. When it's like, right. no, and that's not really fair of you to yeah. expect them to but, want that if that's yeah. not what they're ready for. Especially if they were upfront about it. Too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck boys are another thing where they're like, they'll tell you all the right things. And then well, like, yes. As we've learned from <laughs> FBoy Island, yes. they're a whole different species. Yes. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> and then number five is um, how do my romantic relationships start and end? So looking for patterns in your relationship. And like, so for example, if you're the one who likely ends things, mm-hmm. maybe it's a fear of intimacy or something. Or right. maybe if you're always like starting and you're jumping right into things really, really quickly. Mm-hmm maybe you're not actually letting yourself have the time to like sit and think and like learn about the person right so you have to think about those patterns that you are also bringing into it right absolutely and then number six was how do i feel about myself and how do i treat myself and expect others to treat me Mm -hmm. and so this is a really big one and so we pick partners who reinforce these thoughts and feelings so feeling unworthy or not good enough might be causing you to pick the wrong partners because you don't think that you deserve a good partner or a good relationship and so that's we kind of talked about that when you were mentioning it and i think that's really true like I and I think a lot of people struggle with self-confidence issues Mm -hmm. and self-esteem issues and so I would date these guys who I who I found very attractive and so I'd be like well if I date them then I like it shows that I'm like good enough or whatever and so I kept falling into that trap where it's like what they look like has no bearing on my value you know and so that's like you kind of have to it's been a long lot of work but I think we have to also make sure that we're feeling comfortable and whole in ourselves before we can expect to feel comfortable and whole in a relationship right and it's not necessarily reflective of like the type of people they are either Mm -hmm, yeah if if they're just kind of like curling to get the girls you know yeah (laughs) and then the last one is am i open to picking a different type of partner and doing the work to create a healthier future relationship because again yeah you might be answering all these questions and being like oh no like i really need to start changing but if you're still like oh but i'm still gonna just wait and like i'm gonna yeah. get that perfect thing or yeah. whatever then it's like well then you I'm might gonna fight the find the hot dude who's actually nice yeah then it's like you <laughs> might be missing out on other opportunities sure. of somebody who could make you happy yeah. or be in a healthy healthy relationship with because they're not what you expected or yeah. whatever i think yeah that people definitely have their like lists or like their criteria for mm-hmm. attraction or, or partners but if it's so rigid, then mm. that's probably not the greatest because, yeah, as you said, you're excluding a whole bunch of people who could definitely could make you happy or mm-hmm. be a part part of a loving partnership. But mm-hmm. if you're just like, no, I, they need to be 6'2 and go to the gym and drive an Audi and like like X, Y, Z. You are limiting you, your little pool yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, very, it's very shallow waters that you're kind of creating mm-hmm. for yourself rather yeah. than like Oops. opening up to the experience of everything else yeah so reading that kind of article did you feel like were you asking yourself questions in your head of like my yeah past, for sure thing? well and i definitely think that it's really um it's good for that introspective piece when you're thinking about like okay what is what have i been doing wrong in my past relationships that they're just not like fulfilling me or they're not 
maybe the best, most healthy relationships. So I actually thought that was a really good, um, the questions that, that they write to like consider Mm -hmm. about it. I think those are really, I don't know. They're really important questions. I think you have to ask before you even start to think about getting, if you keep picking the wrong people. For sure. I think too. And it's also, I think interesting too, is like all the questions are inwardly focused. Yeah. It's not so much, obviously there's parts where like, if they're toxic, if they're abusive, if that, that's an external thing where you can immediately recognize. But like most of the questions we've been talking about so far, like, well, yourself, like, how do you respond? How mm-hmm. do you feel about this? How do you react when X, Y, Z happens? Mm-hmm. And that's where everything starts. It's like, if you are not sure of yourself, if you're not comfortable with yourself, if you're mm-hmm. not, you know, confident in who you are, then yeah, I think it's easy to make the same mistakes because you're not self-reflecting. Yeah. You're not, you know, taking time like, oh yeah, I've done the same thing 12 times. Yeah. The 13th time is going to Exactly. Work. You're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting mm. different results, which yeah. is like, it's not really going to, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say never because maybe there is that one person yeah. who just kept trying and then she's like, I found the person. But yeah. like, for the most part, yeah. it's not going to work until you do a little bit of self-work. I, I think so. And I found another, uh, this, so this writer in from LA, Caitlin Julanders, she wrote an article on Medium about like how she sort of overcame, like, quote-unquote, choosing the wrong person, which I thought was interesting. And maybe they don't all apply to everybody, but I think they're also good tools for self-reflection and understand. So the first first one was, like, to stop listening to those butterflies. Like, you want that spark with that person. Mm -hmm. You want, you know, you feel those, you know, those butterflies when they walk in the room, but that's not going to last. Yeah. And sure, there might be an immediate attraction, but then you start talking and it's like, oh, Mm-hmm. You're uh, you're a QAnon guy, or like or like something like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Where it's like that. Maybe Sorry, your favorite podcast is Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> uh, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you, you, what you just finished Jordan Peterson's book? Ugh. Get fucked, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like everybody wants kind of that movie romance where it's like they get swept off their oh, feet and yeah, it's a yeah, whirlwind yeah. and you know mm-hmm. you know there's butterflies and champagne and doves you know choirs singing and stuff like that but it's not that's not real mm-hmm. i mean maybe it can happen but it's 24 karat magic in the air and this writer caitlin she says you know maybe she was now looking for a sense of calm because mm-hmm. the world is chaotic and so maybe you're looking for a more a steady presence yeah somebody who like knows who they are likes you for who you are mm-hmm. and can sort of not necessarily be an anchor to support you all the time, but is somebody who like you feel comfortable with, right? So I think mm-hmm. that's sort of what she said, like because yeah, like in your twenties, you know, when you're teens, like oh, like he, she's cute or they're cute or whoever, mm-hmm. and that's like oh, I, I like them. And then you kind of get close, and it's like oh, but that's like mm-hmm. maybe that thing, but you just kind of ignore it because yeah, no, like that's you know you're supposed to have these things, yeah. and then maybe you you exit a relationship because like those things go away, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just because it's turning into a different type of relationship yeah. rather than, you know, just being t- on butterflies all the time. Mm-hmm. Would you, would you want to have butterflies all the time? I'd be no, nauseous. I'd be a fucking neurotic mess. Are you kidding me? I'm already just an anxious bundle of nerves. Right. My dad was talking to me and he's like, do you know, I feel like if you were an animal, you'd be a rabbit because you're always nervous. And I was like, thanks dad. Yeah, yeah. I would be. <laughs> also because I'm soft and fluffy. There you go. So her second sort of thing she realized was like to believe people when they say what they want or what they don't want yeah and we've talked about this a bunch of before it's like if people say they don't want kids or they don't want this type of relationship then mm-hmm. believe them yeah. like that they're they're telling you hopefully yeah what they want to get out of you know this or out of their lives so 
if you try go in and be like oh i can change it like oh that's not a big thing right now yeah if they don't want to move in together but yeah you know but if you're eventually hoping that maybe yeah. they'll like yeah. there's just it just all comes down to communication communication that's number three oh you led right into it beautiful Thanks. segue yeah thank you and so she stopped playing guessing games like if you're feeling away or you're not feeling away talk about it yeah <laughs> communicate don't be like oh what did he mean when he you know sent me the flowers but like didn't give me a call or like what oh, did she yeah. mean when... those games yeah like, like yeah. don't play those guessing games just mm-hmm. like ask the person be upfront. Yeah, and if they're maybe the right person for you and they appreciate that openness and they'll answer you and that won't yeah. be a big deal but if they if they're cagey and they're get weird about if you trying to ask them things maybe they're not the right person for you yeah that they're there maybe their communication skills are lacking rather than that so that's a very important thing communicate <laughs> with your mates Aww, <laughs> i like that <laughs> We'll put that in a t-shirt. Coming soon. Um, <laughs> so number four, don't ignore the red flags. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask you before we sort of talk about what Caitlin said, mm-hmm. what are your red flags? Do you have anything or like deal breakers or type of thing? So my number one now is uh, how do they treat other people, mm-hmm. especially people in the service industry? Mm-hmm. So I've been on dates with people who aren't super uh, respectful, it seems. Like they're kind of – they think of the the – um, people in the service industry is like they're there for them and it's like yeah. oh, man they're still working too you have yeah. to be a decent person to everybody that you come across with because you don't know yeah what they're going through so that's a big one mm-hmm. um this is also gonna sound probably like pretty silly for others but like how do they think about and treat animals is yeah. a big one well you know like the the starting signs of like a serial killers are like killing and torturing small animals and so it's i'm like, obsessed like, with true crime so yeah. i know that yeah. i'm like that's like one of my big things and but also not even just that but it's like i fucking love animals yeah and animals will always be a huge part of my life that right. if there's somebody who's like Ugh, the dog is like in the way then it's yeah. like you're in the way yeah. pal <laughs> yeah. like so that's a big one to me also how they treat their like the importance of how they view their um family mm-hmm. and their friends so if there's somebody who's like always bitching about people then it's yeah. like ugh, you're probably then bitching about me too yeah exactly, so like yeah. those are just a few like i can't think about uh, of like everything off the top but like what are some that you have i think yeah the same thing it's like is are they kind because mm. you know you can kind of see through sort of that like sort of like that affectation or that that, that sort of like that thing that oh, that fake politeness mm-hmm. like, oh thank you so much like mm-hmm. that kind of like where you're just gonna, yeah like, yeah yeah Ooh. But yeah, if somebody's like, I feel like a genuinely kind person. But if sorry, if they're not a kind person, that, that, yeah, that's a big that's red, a red flag. flag. I don't know. Yeah, there's a whole other ones. Yeah, like if they are unwilling to communicate mm. in, in in terms of like differing ideas. Yeah. Then I think that's also oh, a red yeah. flag because if they're like, no, this is the way I heard Joe Rogan say it, and yeah. that's the way it yeah. is. <laughs> but like that stubbornness is just yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. and like, I guess part of me too is like we're always still learning things you yeah. as you get more information yeah your views might change yeah, and so to then be like no this is my view set mm-hmm. and anything like that goes against that is that's the wrong thing then it's like yeah. that's exhausting yeah i'm sorry but like you're just the worst right yeah. now and that's like um, a, a sort of like a detriment to like another thing that i look for like a green flag is like curiosity mm-hmm. yeah if you're stuck in your way it's like you're it doesn't feel like you'd be very curious about anything else yeah. other than like your narrow view of the world exactly yeah so if you're kind of like no that's not how it is and i don't like it Mm-hmm. And the story is yeah. like, 
like what well, yeah. are we yeah. gonna try new stuff no, how are we exactly. gonna explore how are we gonna yeah. visit new places or you know meet new people and yeah. you know do that so that, that's something that would be a red yeah. flag for me another one i just thought of was how they view um mental health and like addiction things mm-hmm. like if they think of people who have mental health as like they're kind of a drain on the system or, yeah. or even like people who are how they view maybe like homelessness yeah. or yeah like addiction if they're like oh they're so exhausting and yeah. like they just need to like snap out of bed or just yeah. like do something then it's like or, oh yeah that nimbyism it's like well like it's okay if they're here but like i don't want them living in my neighborhood yeah it's like, the yeah fuck out of that here. to me is also kind of like <laughs> yeah. yuck also okay i i don't want this to come out the wrong way but like people who say that kind of things especially like of, they're mostly white people <laughs> like didn't grow up in toronto they grew up like somewhere else yeah so they maybe they didn't see that growing up which is fair but Mm -hmm. they come like they live in the big city and they're like oh like this is you know why do we why do we tolerate you know this homeless or the mentally ill it's like get fucked bud they were here before you i know yeah you know you you, maybe you moved here after university but that's like that's not your city yeah you know it's everybody's city yeah (laughs) so like no relax (laughs) it it drives me crazy sometimes with people but and the last thing that caitlin had to say was give things time to grow yeah because they're yeah as i said like there may not be that instantaneous spark but they're still like oh this person's interesting Mm -hmm. i don't know what's gonna be yet but maybe it's worth pursuing um and i've heard that too again i think we talked about my old coworker um who had an arranged marriage i've kind of heard that akin to like it's like building a fire from an ember Mm. it's like yes you're put in this position that you've agreed to but you may not know them very well but you're kind of not stuck, but you're like, you're in the situation that you kind of have to you're make committed. work. You're committed. Yeah. So there's an incentive to make that grow. And it's like, you, yeah, that's how you start a fire. It's like yeah. you, you whittle the sticks or you, you know, spark the flint yeah. and then it doesn't come right away. I wrote here, it's like, you can't start a massive fire right away with gasoline, <laughs> but that's very dangerous. That and would be very dangerous. It probably wouldn't work out for anybody involved. Like, no. that's Let's not, try it. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Next, we'll have another our field piece. We're going to set <laughs> yeah. things on fire with gasoline. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think those were definitely this this person was, you know, thinking about their past relationships and sort of what have I been doing mm-hmm. that I can change or I can, you know, reflect on and, you know, hopefully then end up with somebody that I want to be with and that's yeah. you know, a loving nurturing thing. So I thought that was pretty good. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I had another one that was just giving some advice okay. for others and it was just these five little blurbles, blurbles? Of, okay. of advice and it was, was a listicle. A listicle. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like the first thing is to identify your pattern. So again, looking at the history of your relationships mm-hmm. and if you keep finding it kind of falling into the same things, then um, maybe there is something that you need to start thinking about and actively changing and right. not just expect that the change will come if you don't, if you aren't proactive about it. Right. The other one is take chances. Yeah. So don't only go into it with your heart, but go into it with your head because you can consciously decide to be open to the possibility of being with someone who's different from the people you typically choose. Right. And because you've recognized your pattern, you can be aware of the factors that influence your decision. Right. Um, so I know that's something for me that I've been trying to work on is like, just because somebody might not, I don't know, look like who I typically go for. Sure. It doesn't mean that they're not worth a, a try. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, I've we, been like we, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. We always, we always have those like immediate attractions to maybe mm. a certain type of people, but you're absolutely right. And this article is right too. It's like, you can say no. Like yeah. we, we have agency. Yeah. We can decide to do different things that we've done before. We're not, we're not uh, beholden 
to yeah. our past or, or our past behaviors, right? Yeah, so exactly. Well, and that's like on one of our other points was like, don't listen to your inner coach. So think yeah. of your inner coach as this old dialogue that was scripted in your past. And it, so these are the things that you kind of came up with as you were going through and starting your dating journey. Yeah. But now because you're trying to actively change it, don't keep going back to listening to that old dialogue. Right. Start to kind of form a new dialogue about your, like maybe you're dating and, and what you're looking for and what you're expecting. Right. So that was kind of a good one. And then so, so while you don't listen to your inner coach, yeah. you do listen to your friends. Right. So like, and that's something I, I do. Like I'll sometimes vent to a friend to be like, oh, but they did like this and I don't know if I like it. And then they're like, well, why? Like what? Like yeah. That's a totally normal thing. You're just kind of being a little picky right now. And then I'm like, you're right <laughs> because it's like i i kind of go back into that like insecurity or mm-hmm. maybe it's not even necessarily insecurity but it's that i kind of i'm like well they're not what i want them to be doing in this situation and like yeah. i kind of look for little problems when it's like those yeah. are non-issues right. like you're just getting maybe nervous for me i know that i get nervous because i'm like but this isn't who i thought i was gonna, That's just like you know. looking for a way out or like looking exactly. for a reason to kind of like mm-hmm. steer away yeah for something. to give like, yourself that excuse to yeah. leave when so, it's like but you're maybe doing it. And I know for me, I have that fear of yeah. commitment. But like, <laughs> I think so, a lot of people, that's not just Yeah. Me. And so I do kind of, I'm like, when things are going well, I kind of, I know my pattern is that I'll look for a little, maybe an issue yeah. that is not actually an issue. And I'll be like, right. I don't like that they do that. And it's yeah. like, you know, you do that too, yeah. right? Like, so. They got their egg McMuffin without cheese. That is wrong. And they shouldn't <laughs> hang out with me. But, um, I just want to interject here. It's like, so I think influ- listening to your friends is great. You know, if you have friends you can trust. Yeah. But if your friends are a bunch of dum-dums, <laughs> that <laughs> might not true. be the best. Then maybe no. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe listen to your therapist or yeah, something. Yeah. Or listen to us. Yes. Um, and the last one she said is hang in there. Hang in there. And so when you hang in there and challenge your pattern of negative relationships, you'll be rewarded by getting to know yourself and your partner in a new way in the context of a loving and meaningful relationship. Yeah, the little <laughs> Hanging in there. Hanging in. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think that's... Uh... I thought that was good advice. Yes, absolutely. I think so, too. And yeah. it's from psychalive.org. Yes. Which seems like a interesting website. But, uh, yeah, no, I like that hanging in there because it's not always... And that goes back to, like, kind of, like, give it time. You grow through what you go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're not just going to immediately have that you know the fairy tale you're not gonna immediately you know fall yeah. stone cold in love with somebody you meet in line at the bank yeah i mean it could happen could happen but you know that's probably not <laughs> yeah. yeah but i think yeah and i think that's the thing too is like the more you give yourself and that partner patience mm-hmm. the more you have chances to kind of connect on things and learn more about them and then yeah. you might learn more things yeah because you're challenging yourself to date somebody who's different maybe yeah. than who you were dating in the past yeah. and so then you're like oh like for me I know a bunch of red flags. Yeah. But now I'm starting to learn green flags. Yeah. And I think that's really important because the more time I'm taking and the more I'm learning about this person and all that, like the more I'm learning things that I I do really like. Like mm-hmm. I'm no longer just thinking like, okay, I don't like that. I don't like when a partner does yeah. that. And blah, blah, blah. Like I'm learning the things that I do like and the things that make me feel valued in a relationship sure. and the things that I can be doing to make my partner feel valued, you know? So it's, I don't know. I think it's nice. Absolutely. And I don't, I think that also should be, sort of separate from the fact, like, don't hang in there if it's super toxic. Like, yeah. There are a lot, like, it, it's or just, like, constantly... Or because you're scared to be alone. It was constantly red flagged. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I think 
I don't know what the if there's like a ratio, but like if there's like ten red flags for every one green, like maybe that's not the you best. You might want to get out yeah. of there. But if there's one for every one red flag for every twenty greens, yeah, then like evaluate if is that a red flag? Maybe, maybe it's an amber flag. Yeah, maybe it's an amber flag, or like maybe yeah, it's just like because they don't like you know sushi or something. I, I don't know what it could be. Yeah, but uh, or like if they're like too picky about yeah. food that they eat <laughs> yeah. or something, and so but they if, don't want to try new things. Like, but if they're, like, they're racist, like that's the red flag. That, get the fuck out. <laughs> that will. Thing. It doesn't matter how many green flags yeah. there you do see. If yeah. that's one of the things, yeah, uh, don't stay yeah. in that. Yeah, if they if they tend to lump whole groups of people together based on ethnicities well, and then disparage them know. based on stereotypes yeah. and yeah probably a big red flag I, I think there's like yeah there's like the variance in red flags that's it's no like, longer a flag yeah. i think that's like a full-on explosion yeah <laughs> well that's what yeah. I mean. it's like there's like the little red flags it's like oh they, they're kind of picky or yeah. maybe you know maybe they're like an aggressive driver but Look, actually yeah i don't know if i would consider like being picky to be like even though i like to eat i don't think if my partner was like like don't want to try any of that because yeah. it looks yucky then i'd be like that's annoying but i don't think it's a red yeah. flag but i think if they're like every time they get on the road they're like fucking assholes and you're like that's a red flag yeah. and how do we work on it yeah that's fair yeah i think that's true yeah okay so i think i have another one here and it starts with seven questions and so this is uh from randy gunther from psychology today uh she's a phd and again she's had like decades of experience of working Ooh. with people like single people who are, like dating and stuff like that and one first interesting thing i wanted to get your feedback on is like dating requires resilience and optimism mm. what do you think i think so yeah because a lot of dating is um rejection yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you have no resilience you're just like well then fuck it yeah like i'll never find someone and so then you kind of go into this like victim hole yeah sure then i think you're maybe not ready for dating because there is a lot of and it's not necessarily rejection because of you it might be just rejection because they're not right like it's yeah. not but if you're always taking things personal and being like yeah. they're rejecting me because my like and it's never yeah. gonna change and so i'm gonna just get another cat and end up alone i've said those things um then like you're not in the place for it yeah I, I went on a date last summer with this woman in kensington market i thought it was grapes they had a couple of drinks over a couple of hours uh-huh. at el rey which is a good oh, okay. uh, good bar it's on yeah. uh on kensington actually hmm. and it was great so we kind of walked a little bit afterward and then she's like okay I got, i'm gonna go home i'm like great you know we'll talk later blah 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 and she's like we'll see you again soon she's like yeah let's do it and then a few a few days later she's like um you know I, maybe i wasn't as ready as i thought i was for yeah. a relationship i'm like cool like that's you know yeah, that's fine bit of a bummer but you know yeah you know go go Treat yourself first. Yeah, yeah, like, Make yeah. sure you're okay. Treat yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're okay with yourself before yeah. you try to, you know, invite another person into your life. Because if you're on rocky ground with just yourself, yeah. as we said before, nobody's going to come in and save you. Yeah, no. I mean, no, that's going to be a weird thing. But anyway, mm-hmm. so, yeah, res- resilience and optimism. Because you have to believe that there are good people. You can't just be a total pessimist and be like, everybody fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's the other thing too, is often if some people have, well, not often, but I, I have known um, individuals who, like when they have a few bad dates, they're like, everybody sucks. Like, murmur, murmur. And it's like, Okay. No, yeah. that's not a thing. That, that's <laughs> like, not how it works. Yeah, there are a lot of stinkers in the world, but <laughs> sure. like, there's a lot of gems. Yeah. Okay, so here's she has, so she has seven questions. Okay. I'm, I want to write down your answers okay, to these two, and I'll, I'll write down them too. Um, and so we'll we'll go for it. So figure out if you keep on choosing the right partners. Ask yourself these. So have your past partners turned out to be who you thought they would be? No. No. Okay, that's okay. 
I think, do you know what it is? Okay, some of them I was like, they're kind of a wang, but they'll get better. And then they did turn out to be a wang. So is that, or is it like maybe because I was like, I they'll, they'll like, yeah, I think, you know, you, I think it's more of like if falling on the optimist side, it's like, mm. yeah, like they'll be better. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't, but you're like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you most attracted to partners who are quote unquote out of your reach? I Yes. Okay. That's fair. In terms of like. Do you, are you thinking like physically? Yeah. Okay. I tend to, I, I had a habit of going for guys who I was like, they're such a babe because it was like a self-esteem <laughs> thing. Yeah. Right. I was like, if I can get yeah. them, then maybe I am cute enough or also pretty enough babe, or whatever. Right? Yeah. 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 When yeah, it's like, bitch, I know I'm a babe. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Does that mean it's like on one scale of one to 10, what do you think you are? I'm a 10. Oh, that's, that's like flawless. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm flawless. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck them all. Number three. Are the qualities you look for in a par- initially in a partner those you need for long haul? Mm-mm, no. No? I was definitely one of those people who picked the superficial attributes. Right. Yeah. But as, as we've sort of been discovering as we've been talking, it's like you're learning to change that, right? Yeah. So it's not necessarily you're stuck in that pattern, but that has been a past. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. definitely a pattern that I kept going into and then finding these very similar guys who then would – the outcome was very similar each time. Yeah. And I was just like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> Number four, is it important to you that your partner impress people? No. Okay. Wait, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I want a, a babe. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean like impressive could be what they do for a living or oh, like no, what kind of person they are or, like, about... or how hot they are. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, I think yeah. now I want that. Now I want whoever I date to be like, I want my friends to be like, oh my God, they're really nice. Like yeah. that's kind of, or like yeah. they, they do nice things for the world. Like that right. I kind of want, Like I, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think I wanted that in the past. I think I just yeah. wanted just somebody who impressed me, right. I think. We got the abulars, a juicy <laughs> butt, you know. Is your partner, is the partner you want available in your, within your current dating options? Can you, what? Is the partner you want available within your current dating options? Oh, I think like the type of guy that I go for, is it possible for them to be what I need? Is that what you're kind of asking? I think so. I think that's, I think like, are you, <laughs> I know we're trying to get Ben Schwartz to date you, but like he's kind of separated by geography. Don't say it. Just, I'm just saying geography. Don't say it. Just geography. There are planes. <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. That's fair. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, I definitely <laughs> think so. I think they are. I think it's just well, like Ben, we can overcome this. I know. <laughs> um, every time I'm like, each week that goes by when he hasn't messed, up, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this idiot? Like, <laughs> he's been doing a TV show. I, it do, I don't care. It's he's, a movie, isn't it? No, it's a TV show. It's a oh, series. Fuck off. Yeah, I didn't watch I'm the so... episode. I watched the first three. It's pretty funny. I don't have Crave though. No, it's, it's on Apple TV. I don't have or Apple that. Plus. Well, you, you just got a new computer. <gasps> It might, com- it might come with a free year of Apple. A TV. free year? Yeah, or six months or whatever. It might come with a free That's thing. enough for me to binge. Yeah. I only need a night, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they're only doing, like, they've released the first three, and then they're doing one every Friday. So the fourth one came out yesterday. Okay. Which is today's Saturday. And then they do the same for, like, Ted Lasso. Well, like, <gasps> My sister's obsessed with that. It's a great show. I think I need to start it. My yeah. principal quoted Ted Lasso yeah. <laughs> a while ago, and I was like, I wish I could understand. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, check with your new computer and like okay. with your emails and stuff that you got when you ordered it, you might have like a a thing or like when you start it up and you open up something, you might have it. So okay. keep, keep, keep cool, it cool, cool. that. So yeah, so sorry, am I, 
can you ask me the question again? <laughs> so is the partner you want realistic? Are they I, like I guess. attainable? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. I think because yeah. what I want, I mean, and what I've always wanted was just like a kind, caring, mm. like person who has ambition and is family oriented or oh, there's an, I don't know. I don't even, I'm starting yeah. to be like, as long as they're like nice to their family or <laughs> yeah. like, like my family, yeah. then I'm fine. But like, I think that they are attainable. I think I was just looking in the wrong place. Right. Okay. That's it was fair. like if there's a needle in a haystack, I was looking over in like a pile of poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, you know, that's one way to do it. <laughs> I didn't know what hay looked like apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> clearly. Our, here's <laughs> number six. Number six from uh, Dr. Gunther. Are you being realistic in getting what you want based on what you have to offer? I think so. Yeah. I think I'm a nice person. Yeah, I think so. So I think I could attract a nice yeah. person and we can be nice together. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe this is like feeling if all you have to offer is maybe like uh, an aesthetic value, mm. like arm candy or something, is that what somebody you want to be with, is that what they're looking for too? Mm. Or is mm-hmm. that like all you have? Like, oh, well, I'm hot and I can be hot for them and then I'll just, I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. I don't have to be nice. I don't have to, you know. No, I, I know what I look like in the morning. I, I know that's not what I bring to the table. Hey, don't talk, don't talk, sell yourself short, you know. That's true. There's a, nobody looks like Instagram people all the time. The filters are getting fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. You saw that one of me all tatted up. Yeah, they yeah. looked real. Like, yeah. it looked like legit tattoos. Yeah. It is so Yeah, I think we've been now. sort of like, we our, our vision has been colored by what we see constantly present and with the prevalence of like social media over the past, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, 15 years since like Facebook came out and all the other shit that sort of followed with it. We kind of like, Oh yeah. Like I need to be hot all the time, which is not a thing. It's not, (laughs) we have bad hair days. Yeah. Sometimes we eat (laughs) three donuts the night before. I feel a little bloated the next day. It's like, it's fucking fine. I would love to be bloated because (laughs) of eating too many, I almost said too many hot dogs. That would also be something I wouldn't mind. I do like hot dogs I a lot. Love yeah. hot I dogs. actually I ate hot dogs for dinner three times this week. Did you? Good. Yeah. They're delicious. Yeah, How did you prepare them? Um, boil? No, I didn't boil. I put them in the the pan, the cast iron pan. Oh. Crisp them up. And the, the last time I did, I like cut like a lattice pattern in them. <gasps> oh. So they got like all kind of crispy and Ooh. stuff like that. It was nice. Yeah. And I just made like a, a nice spinach salad with it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. So trying to balance it out. You know? I like the I like the one where like you have that soft like wonder bun yeah uh, that's what that, i got like shitty yeah. wonder bun and then yeah. i just like boil them and so it yeah. tastes like like an ikea hot yeah. dog they're so good yeah. that's my favorite thing of going to ikea okay here's my foolproof ikea plan for anybody who goes to ikea okay you start at the food yes yeah 100 like you don't 100 get you that go, fuel yeah get that you you go get a like a drink mm-hmm. two hot dogs and maybe a cinnamon bun perfect love it there you go or one of their little ice cream things they're soft serve okay, whatever you need to do yeah you do that you chill you decompress you're like i'm at ikea now you finish that, you feel good, mm-hmm. then you go. Mm-hmm. Then you go through like the either the gallery area or the marketplace, whatever you need to do. Yeah, works every time. It's a charm. <laughs> it's that's how you yeah. go through IKEA properly. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be hangry, fucking in the fake like kitchens upstairs. You're like, God damn it, why well, I want to get a hot dog with their giant fake turkey. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> I wish I was eating that right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, okay. anyway. So yes, I think yeah, you're being realistic based on what you have to offer. Because if you're kind, yeah. You want to hopefully attract a kind person. Yeah. Are your choices more often based on romantic myths than pragmatic possibilities? Yes. I Well, I definitely think they were because I was more like, 
I can have it all, <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, man, not no one is perfect. That's true. So, and I think that's the other thing is I was looking for somebody who's perfect. Yeah. And it's just not a thing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. OK, so if we answered yes to questions one, three, five and six. Oh, no, sorry. If we answered no to one, three, five and six and yes to two, four and seven, then we are apparently less likely to find success in the dating market if we continue along this path. So let's see here. First one, no, no. Five is yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So like, I think we're both like a little bit of mishmash yeah. in this thing. So yeah, we, there is some things we can, I think we can work out. Because yeah, sometimes you do have, you know, you want that limerence. You want that excitement when yeah. you meet somebody. But that's not always going to be the case. Yeah. You know, who knows? Who's to say how things Who's happen? Who's to say? And another thing that Dr. Gunther said is that we as humans, we make deals. Like we make deals with our friends, with our families. Not, not so like, like let's make a deal like trading things, but like <laughs> reciprocity and yeah. kind of gift giving and all that, those kind of things. Those are sort of like exchanges of ideas and things. We tend to overestimate our deal making capabilities. Like, oh yeah, I can land a smoke show mm -hmm. because, you know, even though maybe I don't you know drive a Lamborghini and have a six pack, I can mm -hmm. still do it. Yeah. I can land a Victoria's Secret model. But mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm definitely, there's probably people who think that, but yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe that is, what is that? That's when they're like shooting out of their league or something. Yeah. I, I, well though. Okay. So I feel like leagues are kind of a silly thing. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, oh, I don't, okay. I don't really believe in leagues, but I feel like if, you know, the dating pool, as we were talking before, is like kind of unrealistic, like, oh, like you live in fucking Butte, Montana. Where? Butte. I didn't know that was a thing. It's like B-U-T-T-E. It looks like butt. But. But, <laughs> no, but it's like butte. Oh. Uh, and like you want to date supermodels who live in New York or Los Angeles. Maybe How? that like that. Yeah, that's not like a realistic yeah. thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so there's some pitfalls that she advises us to overcome. Mm -hmm. When we already talked about sort of thinking hotter is better. Yeah. Because aside from being that sort of that physical specimen, or that want somebody who can dress or put on their makeup nicely or whatever. Um, what else do they have to offer? And also beauty fades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or looks fade. Yeah. As they say. Yeah. That's true. What always cracks me up is like whenever you see like kind of like beautiful celebrities like in high school mm. and they're like a bunch of fucking nerds. And shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And like, oh, they turned out to be, you know, fucking uh, what's that woman's name? I can't remember. Charlize Theron or whoever, like. Was she mm -hmm. like a cutie in high school? I don't know, maybe, but yeah, whatever. So yeah, that, that's maybe the, not the right way to think. That's about the that. opposite of saying beauty fades. That's yeah. beauty gets better. <laughs> no, no, but like hotter is better. Oh, I get it. Yeah. What you're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, if you are constantly trying to avoid baggage, mm. that may be a wrong thing. Because yeah, there's there's definitely people come with their pasts, yeah, and different things. Uh, but if you were like completely avoid, like oh maybe they're divorced and have a kid, mm -hmm. and you're like nope. Thank you. I mean, fair enough if you don't want to have kids and that's not the type of relationship yeah. you're looking for. But if you're just like, no, I don't want to deal with that ever. Yeah. And you, maybe you're missing out on a great opportunity. Because and, you're limiting yourself yeah. on what they can give you maybe. Yeah. Or you know, what were you expected to yeah. get, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can maybe leave before the relationship can grow into something mm -hmm. rather than, you know, like, yeah, the, maybe, the, yeah, they have like an ex-partner, you know, X, Y, Z, but I'll stick with because they're a nice person or whatever the, the catch is. Mm -hmm. So you know 
maybe don't constantly avoid, I mean, avoid red flags. Yeah. Avoid racists and homophobes and transphobes mm-hmm. and, you know, all sorts of bigots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, other things that happen through just like daily life or just like existing, you know, people lose their parents, people lose siblings, people getting accidents, people lose limbs. Like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. part of the world, right? So it's like we can't all be squeaky clean at the end of it. Like none of us get out alive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Next, she says, if you equate financial success with personal value, mm. you know, that's a big mm-hmm. thing, too, because, yeah, money is great. You can do lots of cool stuff. But what else? If you just if you're just chasing that, if you're just valuing that, then mm-hmm. what kind of person is that? And then what happens if they happen to lose yeah. a lot of things or whatever, you know, like yeah. then what? Are they not valuable anymore? Yeah. Look at the roses. Oh, they stayed together. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Rose, Moira Rose, you know, they had everything and they lost everything, yeah. but they built back up. But yeah, what if they had split because she yeah. was only interested in his money? He was only interested in her fame. Yeah. And then it's like that when that ends, it's like, okay, there's no reason to stay together. Yeah. Yeah. The next pitfall, counting on change. And we've, I think we've talked about this a couple of times already. It's like, yeah. Don't count on people changing the way they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for good or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want them to change bad behaviors... You know, maybe that can be help though. But if they're, they're completely resistant to that, then that's mm-hmm. not a, a thing. Yeah. Or having, as we said before, like if they don't want kids and you do, then yeah. don't count on them to change because everybody's going to be disappointed. Yeah. And then believing that perfect lo- love exists. That's, I think, is also a pitfall. So like yeah. m- movie or uh, what is it? Um, a fairy tale romance or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, it would be great if it happened, but. And maybe it happens sometimes, you know, there's like a, I haven't watched it, but there's like a documentary on Netflix about like Cristiano Ronaldo's like girlfriend. Oh, okay. He's like a, do you know him? He's the soccer player? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and he's like super rich and he's like pretty handsome, I guess. Like, I don't know. Is he? First time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but like he, yeah, he got this girlfriend and now there's like a documentary about her or like a reality show about her or something. What? Like that. Yeah. So and like but like Wait, he, why? I don't I don't know. I haven't watched it. But oh, like okay. he, like it feels like he kinda like came in and swept this woman off her feet and like he's super rich, he's super famous, you mm. know, that can Isn't he a Wang though? Like I, I thought he was a I thought he was a ween. I don't I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't really watch uh Okay, we'll cut that yeah. part out. <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to be spreading false information <laughs> about him. No, no, you, you hear things and mm-hmm. so you, you don't know, but uh yeah, so I don't know if that yet. Yeah, no not everybody can provide that. It's like the the what do you call it, like the the farce of like the bachelor bachelorette world. It's like mm. they're put into this like artificial world with like fireworks and zip lining and like romantic beachside dinners and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know fireside chats and things like that. But it's like that's not the real world. No. The real world is going to fucking loblaws and like trying to find yeah, a watermelon. I know. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so she had this uh quote out there and I want to kind of read out. So great long-term partners don't abide the by classic relationship rules. Long-term desirable partners are just good people everywhere in their lives. So, like, they don't have to be rich. They don't have to be pretty. You know, they don't have to be, you know, a successful business person. Mm-hmm. They, if they're somebody's kind, then that's more, more conducive to, mm-hmm. you know, being in a long, uh, uh, what do you call, a successful long-term relationship. You know, they're authentic, accountable, resilient, forgiving, focus on solutions rather than problems, treasure, treasure what they have, uninterested. Un- uninterested in time wasting uh repeated negative interactions they're non-possessive they're supportive they're unviable 
which I like, you know, you can't, you know, sway their opinions based mm. on just like buying them shit, mm-hmm. you know, because like that feels like any every, every skeevy politician ever. You can kind of oh, like yeah. buy their allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're self-caring and they're treasuring souls. They rock, they're, they rock with unexpected crises and they build things when they're broken. They learn from mistakes and innovate when they're stuck. So that just feels Aww. like somebody that like we, we, we're talking about what we want for ourselves is that like we want to grow. We want to change. We want to learn about ourselves, adapt mm-hmm. and not sort of be our stuck, you know, stuck little toads in a, in a small pond. Type, type Aww, of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww. I thought that was a, a good I quote. Think that's for, a really good quote for, for this uh, this doctor to end on an article. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on sort of these wrong people's th- things? Choosings? I think it all really just comes down to like you can keep going through this and expecting a different result, but I think you really do have to start being more introspective and like looking at yourself, looking at your patterns, mm-hmm. looking at how you view yourself, um, the values you think are important in a relationship, right. and then just kind of making sure that you are also giving yourself that space to make those changes because mm-hmm. changes are really fucking hard, <laughs> yeah. especially like we're pretty set in our ways as we get older, but like, no, like not being like, no, this is how I am. And this is how it's going to be. And if yeah. it's going to be, if I'm going to find love, it's got to be in like this way. And it's yeah. like, no man, like you can, you just have to be patient with yourself. Give yourself time to grow, be uncomfortable, be comfortable with that <laughs> uncomfortability sure, or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think that's my that's uh, So I just got a message from this Instagram model. Who oh, wants yeah. to share some sexy photos with me? So I'm oh, sweet, yeah, pro- go do that. Go, probably go. gonna go, go mm-hmm. pursue that. You know, yeah, yeah, because it seems very real. That she, seems definitely. She only reached out to me. Looks like one hundred percent. Foxy lady four two one seven five three five nine. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a wait four two one seven nine three five nine. Oh, thank God. Okay, I was like, maybe that was one that reached out to me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's no, a different one. So oh, thank God. Okay. Legit, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get it, girl. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> oh.